Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We've just a week to go now before we're live on stage with the new show, Cocaine Cowboys. Final tickets on sale from mcd.ie, our venues. The cocaine was moved and landed on these dates, on these ships, and that they were tracking it the whole way. Another Kerry man heavily involved in it, using the, the anchor chat handle Coo Cullen. He's an integral part of the whole operation. When we first came across it as a story, it was like somebody who put his Irish past away from him. But really, Irish people are an integral part of this guy's operation. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Secret files relating to the operations of a County Kerry wing of the notorious Sinaloa cartel show how they shipped six tonnes of cocaine into Europe over the course of just one year. Headed by former Calorglan schoolboy Maris O'Shea Salazar, whose Mexican mother has family ties to Joaquim El Chapo Guzman's sons, the Sinaloa cell was uncovered by both the DEA and later during the EncroChat hack. Today, I'm talking with reporter Neil Ferreter, whose special investigation into the Kerry Sinaloans was published this week. He talks about coke shipments, corrupted port workers and a slick drug machine run by a man who once called Kerry his home. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. So the first thing I think is uh, notable in this story, obviously it's the, the story is incredible, but is why did the Salazars come to Calorglan in the first place? So Morris O'Shea Salazar is 10 nearly, isn't he, when they moved from Mexico? Yeah, yeah, he would have been, he would have been 15. Oh, he was 15 when he came. Yeah, yeah, he okay. And the story obviously was that his father was Irish and from Calorglan, that he'd had some accident in Mexico where he met his wife yeah. and that he'd moved the family back. But is there evidence of the father's existence or, you know, it's a bit mysterious, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's interesting because one local councillor thinks he comes from a place called Dukes, which is a golfing hotspot down there in um, in Kerry. Um, but then... Other, thinks the father came from. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I'm going to 
Which maybe get down to Dukes. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody knows, obviously. So the father was O'Shea. Yeah, yeah. And what was his first name? He apparently was abroad. I we don't know. I don't right. know. I've tried to find him, but uh, there's a lot of O'Shea's and people aren't too happy. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of a touchy subject, obviously. But he seems to have existed because a few people have said he went abroad to yeah. Mexico. Or yeah. he was in Mexico, certainly at one point. So he was certainly there at least 15 years of Morris, his son, and there was a, a sister as well. Yeah. So he's gone out of the area maybe 20 years. Okay. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it is just intriguing that mm. part of it, that it isn't totally clear who he is, where he's from and why the family come back to Calorglan. Um, You know, a Mexican mum and her two Mexican children yeah. Me- moving into the Irish schooling system, a new language. Some would say Calorglan has a third language that, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. difficult to kind of understand the English, etc. But no, nonetheless, they lived there for about 10 years. Yeah, they left seven years ago now. So, So, Morris O'Shea goes into the local school. Yeah. yeah. And? Seems to have been a little bit disruptive. Um, Seems to have been in a few disagreements. Um, But everybody I spoke to down there spoke in a way that they they didn't want to say anything bad about him. Like they... I think maybe that just shows well, they're really good people down there. Like, you know. The Sinaloa cartel is pretty scary. So, you know, in a way, somebody coming rattling up yeah. asking you to make comments yeah. about somebody who's running the European operation of it is, you know, um, people maybe understandably don't want to say anything bad. But what we do know from the little bits that we've been able to garner is that at one point he's before the courts and his defense suggests that he has a personality disorder. Yeah, yeah. Which is to do with his behavioural issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apparently he was very softly spoken and he cooperated quite well with the system. And and what had he done? It was a firearm charge is what it was, but it's probably not a gun, is it? it it's 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 a it's a, a knife probably and there's, is there an assault and a couple of public order offences as well? And he did serve a month in prison, isn't it? Yeah, he was getting involved in fights and stuff like this, but he won't... One of the councillors said that he had the nickname the Mexican because of a link with drugs. So yeah. he was building a reputation at that point. But you're talking small scale. Small scale. I mean, yeah, this is yeah. really, really small scale stuff. But there's no doubt that Maurice O'Shea Salazar... He's a hothead. He's a hothead. But his name is Maurice O'Shea Salazar. Um, there's no doubt that he his family connections give him an entry into the into the Sinaloa cartel. Uh, Salazar is the, the name of El Chapo, Guzman's first wife. And the, the, the Salazars from Calorglan are related to, to the Salazars of Sinaloa. So his mother's first name? Is Yolanda is Yolanda. his mother's name. Okay. So Yolanda is a woman with two teenage kids when she arrives in Calorglan. And do, do people remember her? Does she settle in easily or... She used to walk her dog along the main roads. She was known for that. But like she she worked, she held down a number of jobs. Right. And uh, she was quiet apparently and people had no reason to question the story. And the the community helped her like so well. Like she she was provided with accommodation. They, provi- they, they helped her get jobs. They got her kids into the school. Everybody helped this woman out. Right. That's so why I can feel the sadness of people now. She was working. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, they're, they're they're pretty settled. They're pretty settled. Um, but I suppose simultaneously you see the rise of the Chapitos in in Sinaloa after El Chapo was extradited to the US. Um, probably now the, you're talking about the 
most recent extradition that resulted in, because El Chapo, of course, is in and out of prison and he makes yes. a very brave escape. At one point, there's a tunnel dug under the prison, etc. So you're talking about... Well, at this point, he's still definitely controlling the, the Sinaloa cartel from root and branch. Um, but following his extradition to the US, I think that does stop. I mean, he's in a supermax prison. He's under constant supervision. There's no... What, what was going on in Mexico is not going on in the US. And once he's extradited, his sons really rise to the top, uh, known as the Chapitos. And they are, of course, uh, Salazar's as well. And um, it seems simultaneously uh, those family connections lead to our Calorglan Salazar's to become, uh, basically to become in charge of the European operation, really, of that, of, of that cartel. Yeah, look, it looks like El Chapo is, is this guy, Marcel O'Shea's uncle through marriage. So it was 2017 when El Chapo Guzman was extradited to the US. So it is around this time that... Morris, shall we call him? Yeah, Morris. <laughs> Leaves these shores for Barcelona. Yeah. Is there a kind of a grey period about when he got involved? I'm not too sure at what point. But by the time these anchor chats were released or, or uncovered, he was at that point living in a fifth floor luxury apartment in Barcelona. So it seems like this is a snapshot of an ongoing operation. It's not just something. An anchor chat was in April of 2020. Uh, it was the mass hacking of the criminals communication network of choice. I think the EncroChat hack started at the beginning of April and concluded at some stage in late June when the company itself sent an SOS to all its users to get rid of your handsets that we've been compromised. And obviously myself and I have talked regularly about the fallout from that, the kind of groupings that were, uh, you know, brought before the courts in the aftermath and some of the cases that were linked to them. But this was obviously a longer form of a surveillance operation that was put in place against Morris O'Shea Salazar, now based in Barcelona in 2020. We think he's moved out of Kerry some point between 2015 and 17. So what is the operation? What is the Well, it seems to be, so what happens is the DEA tip off uh, the authorities that Morris O'Shea Salazar is somebody to look into. And this is in advance of the EncroChat hack? This is in advance of the EncroChat hack, it seems. The um, DEA realise he's based himself in Barcelona. They know the connections with yes, the... Yes, because there's also a simultaneous operation in Chile where they have a, a guy there, I think it says it in 2019, and he's, he's purchasing coke from Bolivia, getting it to Chile, and then it's being sent back to Europe this is all being directed by Marcel Shea Salazar from Barcelona. Um, something goes wrong in 2019. The guy gets sick, I think it says. And Marcel Shea sends his mother and his uncle over to take over the, the operation in Chile. Um, in Chile, they're, 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 they're moving it from Bolivia, probably buying it from directly from, from source through the Sinaloa connections. But then they're in charge of everything from that point on. And they've choose, chosen Chile as a base to distribute it then to, to, to Europe. The EncroChat hack really shows, and, and this was used... There's obviously some surveillance on around them before the EncroChat hack is, gets be, underway, but yeah. the, the EncroChat gives them a, a kind of a proper 
window into what's yes. happening. Now, the mother, had she remained in Caloriglin until this point that his connection is Well, in, I think there's Chile a couple of years, sick. a couple of years grey area is there, but like she's certainly, she's sent over there. Is it in 2019, I think? Yeah, that's when she first comes onto the radar, I think. Yeah. 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 And do they rem- remember her being living just under the radar completely in Caloriglin up until that point? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very well spoken of and... Um, the, the people down there say they could never have suspected anything. Yeah. Anything like this, totally shocked mm. at so what you're telling them. Could have. Yeah. So, well, but I mean, I suppose it's important to look at the scale. So within within the date, the, the Marisachet's mother and her, his, his uncle Ricardo are ultimately convicted in Chile of, of drug trafficking offences. But what they're convicted of is effectively organising for six tonnes of cocaine to be moved from Chile to Europe. So that so if you look at the MV Machu, you're talking two ton. Two tons. So this is three times the amount of that absolutely record seizure in Ireland. So you're talking a huge scale. And that's been shipped over how, you know, what what period of time? Over the period of time we have a list of boats here, like the MSC Matu, MSC Chloe, MSC Aino, Bianca, Elma, and they're coming into Antwerp, Amsterdam, Munich, Eindhoven, Bilbao, Malaga, Liverpool, Valencia. And that's just in a period of that anchor chat. So that's like 13. three months. Well, no, because it would have been the start of twenty, end of twenty nineteen, up until start of twenty twenty two, when the, there was a an attempt to uh, for the cops to infiltrate the whole thing, and that's when it came to an end. So it's thirteen months in total. Okay, so this is the wider investigation, yes. not just the anchor yeah. chat. Yeah. Um, so the anchor so chat shows how they did it. How they did it. Anchor chat is anchor chat is. It's more of a targeted EncroChat hack because while they're listening to this chitter chatter happening all over Europe and they're discovering things, they've probably realised that O'Shea Salazar has an Encro phone and they've gone straight in to listen to what's going on in order to form a picture of how they're actually shipping this stuff. And before we go on, just, I mean, over a period of 13 months, we're looking at six tons being shipped across the Atlantic. So you're talking about 600 million yeah. euro. That's a, a figure that, look, is, is some people will say is wild. But the fact of the matter is that, uh, you know, two tons of MV Matthew is valued at what, 200 million? It's valued at very simple yeah, slightly more. So, I mean, how they, yeah, how do you work out this final? And obviously, thing? you know, this is what it would sell for if every, if every grain of it went onto the, market on the streets because obviously yeah. you know it's 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 growing in value all the way along. It's interesting to note that they were paying 590 grand for each container and that money was going straight back to uh, Chepito. Right? Yeah. That's in the anchor chat. So I mean how how Neil did you, can you explain how they were doing it so they get the coke into into Chile how did it then get it to Europe what is the the strategy? Yeah well you can from what I've garnered you can from the images, you can see that they, it gets put onto the containers, uh, gets shipped over. They have people in each port. They have freight forwarders. They have people in the ports, they have freight forwarders, and then they send images of codes and key locks and stuff from the, each container to the people in the port where it's arriving so that, so that they don't go wrong when they're taking taken. So they're putting... So they have people in the system mm-hmm. everywhere. Like. So they're using these green channels from Chile, which is basically for... Uh, trusted traders, I suppose, with perishable goods. So as you see, a lot of the, the drug smuggling from South America comes in things like bananas yeah. and, and things like that because they can't, they have to go through, right? They can't be, hold them there forever. They go out of date. Exactly. 
So they have a thing called uh, the, the is it the Green Channel? Yeah, yeah. And these are kind of trusted, trusted exporters who may very, very rarely, if ever, get searched. And so he uses, doesn't he, a Nestle at yeah. one point? Now this is obviously Nestle have no awareness no idea, of yeah. this, and it's but in, in products they're exporting, the Coke is hidden amongst it. Yeah. So they have somebody in the port who's maybe um, you know taking control of the likes of Nestle's products as they're ready for export and they're then slipping in the cocaine into that trusted channel that's kind of gaining entry into Europe without any red flags. Yes, and then they have a man in in different ports. I mean, how many ports are they talking about? As I said, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight in the anchor chat listed there. Yeah. Peter, Rotterdam, Antwerp. Uh, yeah, Antwerp, Amsterdam, Munich, Eindhoven, Bilbao, Malaga, Liverpool, Valencia, and then Dublin as well. All huge ports with a huge amount of product coming through them. I think Rotterdam is the biggest in Europe. And, an, and, a, new, Antwerp. Sorry, and a new port opened in Valencia and the Spanish police were really shocked to hear them say, literally, we own that new port. Right. So you can see how they do it as well. They, they, the guys collect it and then they take a picture. Yeah. yeah, here it is with the the codes or whatever as you were explaining that gets sent back to prove that it's landed, um, and that follows through then doesn't it for the truck drivers as well? Mm. Some of them which are Irish, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah. We have we have three truck drivers who are definitely Irish. I have <laughs> I have their anchor chat names. They're called L Betty, BB, and Ironic Sugar. Mm-hmm. Where their their anchor chat names, and then they had other Irish um, people. A guy called who was using the anchor chat nickname of Coo Cullen, and then you have another guy called Dior Six, another guy called Pure Love, another guy called Notorious Cleaner, and Melito. Some were Spanish, some were Italian. And this information you're oh. getting out of anchor chat files, mm. so this evidence will be used in cases, perhaps, or. Well, it has been used. It's been in shared. Chile. It's been used in Chile. It has been used in Chile. So this is this is you know and it's the source of a lot of this information that we're we're yeah. talking about in this in this crime yeah. special because they 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 have convicted uh, Maris O'Shea's mother and his his uncle. What did well, they they got very lengthy prison sentences. I think twenty three years in total. Yeah, um, between the two of them, thirteen and twelve years, is it? Yeah. yeah, but eight on top then as well. Yeah, so I think. Uh, um, so as part of that court proceedings, they they introduced these. Basically, a surveillance operation by the Spanish police, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that that is used then to convict them, along with the anchor chat information, along with the, you know, the 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 movements of the cocaine within the country. So they're bringing it in through these ports, right? And Liverpool, obviously, is closest to us. We then are seeing evidence of it coming on through to Dublin in haulage. So truck drivers are bringing it through to Dublin. Boats are coming into Dublin, but then they're also going in, into those various ports and then they're in some cases being driven across land into Dublin. So um, there's, other, there's various ways. Yeah, they're there, getting 15 grand per Is trip. there evidence on those EncroChat uh, files that you have seen that would show any cocaine arriving in Dublin around the time of the EncroChat hack? So well, we have, have three specific April dates, and yeah. June. So Encro are the police basically listening in are tracking this shipment into Dublin, okay? Is there evidence that that shipment, that container is seized by revenue or by Gardaí? Or do the Gardaí appear to act on this? Is there any backup to show that we didn't allow Sinaloa cocaine enter the country when we would have known because we were part of the Encro chat network? You know, a valid question. Yeah. Well, maybe they came in before. I 
don't know, but maybe they came. Is there any sort of seizures that tally with those dates that we can see that were maybe not explicitly said to be intelligence-led operations, or maybe they were, but I mean, what sort of siege, what sort of amounts are you talking there? Um, well, 590 grand's worth of bulk price. I don't know how much they fit into one container. Well, look, I mean, those seizures aren't made at Dublin Port anyway. If they are made elsewhere in the country, it's hard to say, but the the, the evidence is there, not probably of, of the Sinaloa cartel tracking these container ships that land in Dublin. I mean, that is what we have, what was in them or what we, you know, you can presume what's in them, but you can't, uh, that's all we know really, isn't it? I mean, but we know that that is what the intelligence documents say, that they, the cocaine was moved and landed on these dates, on these ships, and that they were tracking it the whole way. Well, we know that there's an Irish crew, that this Irish Sinaloa branch, and they're, I mean, they're still, they're, I don't think these people are arrested. No, then you have uh, 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 another Kerry man heavily involved in it, using the, the anchor chat handle Coo Cullen, and he can be seen traveling to Barcelona. Um, there's lots of about his Spanish travel. And, um, you know, he's an integral part of the whole operation. Mm. Now, we do understand, obviously, that there's a larger investigation going on both in this country and other countries in relation to the kind of the information that has been gathered through EncroChat and through this network. But Calorglin itself, like yeah. back to the, the spot where it all sort of began. Mm -hmm. um, are we seeing any links, any reason that the Sinaloa may have sent a cell grouping Weird though it may be, a mother and her two teenagers, or certainly one teenage son. Well, I mean, is that what we believe? I mean, I, I don't know. Just, I think it's more like. Uh, I think it's weirder that she'd come from Mexico. People come. Uh, that's what one. Sorry for interrupting. That's what one person who was involved in his education said. She looked at me. She goes. Was he planted here for this? Yeah. Oh, it sounds, it sounds more Well, that like person people. has obviously got a cynical mind <laughs> yeah, yeah. like mine. No, I thought the God same thing. I thought the same thing. Well, but I'd be more people drifting into it and somebody says, oh, you know, your aunt, she's got this opportunity and you have this European passport and all of a sudden you can make, I mean, they. I think they had, a, didn't they have it? They were going to be set up in life uh, after a few of these shipments. Right. You wasn't, uh, you know, they were going to be set up, set up, yeah. and maybe buy a big pad and yeah, Cumberland exactly. Too. I think, I think, I think O'Shea Morris, as we're calling him, I think he is set up for life with the mental money he probably made already. And judging by the interactions between uh, Ivan Archivald El Chapito and the other guy, Ismail Zambada Garcia El Mayo, who runs he was El Chapo's partner. He, yeah, it looks like there's a kind of almost a. a a standoff between them and the government. So, I, you know, they're so powerful. Yeah. That's what I've realised, how powerful they are. So I'm not sure if we'll ever see. No, because he's wanted, like he's, he's there, an extradition warrant has been issued for him in yeah. Chile. So um, he, he is currently hiding out somewhere in Mexico. Yeah. He's uh, well, left Spain. He's no longer in Barcelona. Yeah, so we believe. Yeah. Yeah. And he's no longer in Calorglin as far as we Definitely. know. He's not hiding. <laughs> well, Are you he, sure he's, he's actually not? working in Super Valley. Yeah, you never know. Well. You see, if anybody sees him, just give us a ring. But uh, he could be still, he could be anywhere. These guys but the belief out. of the Chileans is that he's in Mexico and they're looking for him to be extradited from Mexico. Yes. And just like, one thing I thought was interesting is like these guys took on the uh, Mexican government in a helicopter gun battle in 2013, like on a beach resort. Yeah. You know, and when they tried to arrest one of the other Chapitos in 2019, all the Sinaloans came down. You might remember it. And they started yeah. burning roadblocks and, you know, started threatening the military's families. So it was yeah, just they like, don't 
Okay, like being handed that. over to. And in twenty sorry, in twenty twenty two, then they went to arrest them again, and the military were just no leaked emails were just like no, yeah, we're gonna actually do this, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, they're extremely powerful. They are, like, it's an arco state, um, but like an extraordinary story, and amazing to see that amount of drugs being moved under the radar. I mean. We've spoken here before about Morris O'Shea, but only in recent times when he's popped up on the radar because of your fantastic Google search for Irishman <laughs> well, or whatever I mean, it is. I think the really surprising thing is that the absolutely embedded links to Ireland that remained. I mean, I think when we first came across it as a story, it was like somebody who put his Irish past away from him. Yeah. But really, there's, you know, Irish people are an integral part of this guy's operation. I mean, that is a fact. I yeah. asked one of his mates, did he play Ga? Because I was hoping I'd find pictures of him playing you yeah. know, as a cornerback or whatever. And he said, uh, this lad wouldn't know football if it came up and hit him in the face. Well, you know it's cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that was cocaine. Huh? But another interesting okay. thing I thought was interesting was they were bringing 50 kilograms of coke in the hold and on their person on KLM, Iberia and Air France flights for testers. So they were bringing them over to, to, to test the purity or whatever. Yeah, yeah and yeah. some people wanted to buy it or whatever. Yeah. And there's a number of different flights listed there between Barcelona and Germany and various, again, unknown to and the, are these the airport underlings, minnows, these aren't... No, one of the main guys who, I'm not sure if we can name him or whatever, but he's a, he's a scouser. And right. He was doing those trips. Okay. So it's drugs. Very Irish name. I mean, it's a lot of drugs. Yeah, it's a lot of drugs. It's a lot of drugs. I'm going to Google like mad here to see if I can see any seizures in Dublin or around the country at the Times to tally with your dates because I'd really like to think that given that we would have had the same information that the Spanish were getting from EncroChat, that it wasn't a case that this drug, these drugs were allowed through into the country. Mm. Well, we don't, yeah, we look, we don't know. It's a mystery what, 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 you know, what was told or was it told in the aftermath? Let's get Googling. Let's have a look and <laughs> okay. see if we can find out because, uh, and if we can't, we'll come back to it. I mean, we could also put in some questions, queries in, rela- in relation to this, specifically to the Garda Press Office. I mean, we are looking at files where you have the dates, the names of the boat and the value of the shipment that is dropping. You know what time and it dropped basically in Dublin port. 20 past three. Yeah. Right. I'm back on my... Back on your... Encromania. Right. (laughs) Okay, well, look, fantastic story and we'll hear more of it. It's obviously all on thesundayworld.com. Um... You're explaining the background to Maurice O'Shea Salazar, the intricacies of that operation and the hunt for him, you know, the ongoing uh, investigation into him. Uh, but you've also spoken to locals in Clorkland and their their memories of him. Um, no doubt we'll be, you'll be doing more on that story anyway, more digging in the coming weeks. Niall, get Googling. Get Googling. Thanks, Nicola. Thank you. Cheers. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Clodamini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take the Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. 
Do not consume the Sunday world if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume the Sunday world responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.